Hello, welcome to Meditating the Word. I'm so glad you've joined us on our journey through the Bible in a year. If you'd like a roadmap of where we've been and where we're going, you can download a copy of the reading plan from blueletterbible.com. You'll find a link in the notes. The translation I'm reading from is the World English Bible, but feel free to follow along in your favorite translation. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, what are you waiting for? Why not do that now? Just click on subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. This is Day 102. Today we're reading from the first book of Samuel. 1 Samuel chapters 15-17 through 17. Samuel said to Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint you to be king over his people, over Israel. Now therefore, listen to the voice of the Lord's words. The Lord of armies says, I remember what Amalek did to Israel, how he set himself against him on the way when he came up out of Egypt. Now go and strike Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have, and don't spare them, but kill both man and woman, infant and nursing baby, ox and sheep, camel and donkey. Saul summoned the people and counted them in Telaim, two hundred thousand footmen and ten thousand men of Judah. Saul came to the city of Amalek and set an ambush in the valley. Saul said to the Kenites, Go, depart, go down from among the Amalekites, lest I destroy you with them, for you showed kindness to all the children of Israel when they came up out of Egypt. So the Kenites departed from among the Amalekites. Saul struck the Amalekites from Havilah as you go to Shur, which is before Egypt. He took Agog, the king of the Amalekites, alive and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Saul and the people spared Agog and the best of the sheep, of the cattle, of the fat calves, of the lambs, and all that was good, and were not willing to utterly destroy them, but everything that was vile and refuse, that they destroyed utterly. Then the Lord's word came to Samuel, saying, It grieves me that I have set up Saul to be king, for he has turned back from following me and has not performed my commandments. Samuel was angry, and he cried to the Lord all night. Samuel rose early to meet Saul in the morning. And Samuel was told, saying, Saul came to Carmel, and behold, he set up a monument for himself, turned, passed on, and went down to Gilgal. Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said to him, You are blessed by the Lord. I have performed the commandment of the Lord. Samuel said, Then what does this bleating of the sheep in my ears and the lowing of the cattle which I hear mean? Saul said, They have brought them from the Amalekites, for the people spared the best of the sheep and of the cattle to sacrifice to the Lord your God. We have utterly destroyed the rest. Then Samuel said to Saul, Stay and I will tell you what the Lord said to me last night. He said to him, Say on. Samuel said, Though you were little in your own sight, weren't you made the head of the tribes of Israel? The Lord anointed you king over Israel, and the Lord sent you on a journey and said, Go, and utterly destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, 
and fight against them until they are consumed. Why then didn't you obey the Lord's voice, but took the plunder and did that which was evil in the Lord's sight? Saul said to Samuel, But I have obeyed the Lord's voice, and have gone the way which the Lord sent me, and have brought Agog, the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took of the plunder, sheep and cattle, and the best of devoted things, to sacrifice to the Lord your God in Gilgal. Samuel said, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the Lord's voice? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to listen than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as idolatry and teraphim. Because you have rejected the Lord's word, he has also rejected you from being king. Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and your words, because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. Now, therefore, please pardon my sin and turn again with me that I may worship the Lord. Samuel said to Saul, I will not return with you, for you have rejected the Lord's word, and the Lord has rejected you from being king over Israel. As Samuel turned around to go away, Saul grabbed the skirt of his robe and it tore. Samuel said to him, The Lord has torn the kingdom of Israel from you today and has given it to a neighbor of yours who is better than you. Also, the strength of Israel will not lie nor repent, for he is not a man that he should repent. Then he said, I have sinned, yet please honor me now before the elders of my people and before Israel, and come back with me that I may worship the Lord your God. So Samuel went back with Saul, and Saul worshipped the Lord. Then Samuel said, Bring Agog, the king of the Amalekites, here to me. Agog came to him cheerfully. Agog said, Surely the bitterness of death is past. Samuel said, As your sword has made women childless, so your mother will be childless among women. Then Samuel cut Agog in pieces before the Lord in Gilgal. Then Samuel went to Ramah, and Saul went up to his house to Gibeah of Saul. Samuel came no more to see Saul until the day of his death, but Samuel mourned for Saul. The Lord grieved that he had made Saul king over Israel. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, since I have rejected him from being king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil, and go. I will send you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided a king for myself among his sons. Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hears it, he will kill me. The Lord said, Take a heifer with you, and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Call Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what you shall do. You shall anoint to me him whom I name to you. Samuel did that which the Lord spoke, and came to Bethlehem. The elders of the city came to meet him trembling, and said, Do you come peaceably? He said peaceably, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. 
sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. He sanctified Jesse and his sons and called them to the sacrifice. When they had come, he looked at Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Don't look on his face or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For I don't see as a man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. He said, The Lord has not chosen this one either. Then Jesse made Shammah to pass by. He said, The Lord has not chosen this one either. Jesse made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel. Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen these. Samuel said to Jesse, Are all your children here? He said, There remains yet the youngest. Behold, he is keeping the sheep. Samuel said to Jesse, Send and get him, for we will not sit down until he comes here. He sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy, with a handsome face and good appearance. The Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took of the horn of oil and anointed him in the middle of his brothers. Then the Lord's Spirit came mightily on David from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. Now the Lord's Spirit departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. Saul's servants said to him, See now, an evil spirit from God troubles you. Let our Lord now command your servants who are in front of you to seek out a man who is a skillful player on the harp. Then, when the evil spirit from God is on you, he will play with his hand, and you will be well. Saul said to his servants, Provide me now a man who can play well, and bring him to me. Then one of the young men answered and said, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse the Bethlehemite, who is skillful in playing, a mighty man of valor, a man of war, prudent in speech, and handsome in person. The Lord is with him. Therefore Saul sent messengers to Jesse and said, Send me David your son, who is with the sheep. Jesse took a donkey, loaded with bread, a container of wine, and a young goat, and sent them by David to Saul. David came to Saul and stood before him. He loved him greatly, and he became his armor-bearer. Saul sent to Jesse, saying, Please, let David stand before me, for he has found favor in my sight. When the Spirit from God was on Saul, David took the harp and played with his hand, so Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. Now the Philistines gathered their armies together to battle, and they were gathered together at Soko, which belongs to Judah, and encamped between Soko and Azekah in Ephes Damim. Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together, and encamped in the valley of Elah, and set the battle in array against the Philistines. The Philistines stood on the mountain on the one side, and Israel stood on the mountain on the other side and there was a valley between them. A champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span, went out. He had a helmet of bronze on his head, and he wore a coat of mail, 
and the weight of the coat was five thousand shekels of bronze. He had bronze shin armor on his legs and a bronze javelin between his shoulders. The staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam, and his spear's head weighed six hundred shekels of iron. His shield-bearer went before him. He stood and cried to the armies of Israel and said to them, Why have you come out to set your battle in array? Am I not a Philistine and you servants to Saul? Choose a man for yourselves and let him come down to me. If he is able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you will be our servants and serve us. The Philistine said, I defy the armies of Israel today. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard the words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Now David was the son of the Ephrathite of Bethlehem Judah, whose name was Jesse, and he had eight sons. The man was an elderly old man in the days of Saul. The three oldest sons of Jesse had gone after Saul to the battle, and the names of the three sons who went to the battle were Eliab, the firstborn, and next to him Abinadab, and the third, Shammah. David was the youngest, and the three oldest followed Saul. Now David went back and forth from Saul to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. The Philistine came near morning and evening and presented himself forty days. Jesse said to David his son, Now take for your brothers an ephah of this parched grain and these ten loaves and carry them quickly to the camp to your brothers and bring these ten cheeses to the captain of their thousand and see how your brothers are doing and bring back news. Now Saul and they and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah fighting with the Philistines. David rose up early in the morning and left the sheep with a keeper and took the provisions and went as Jesse had commanded him. He came to the place of the wagons as the army which was going out to the fight shouted for the battle. Israel and the Philistines put the battle in array, army against army. David left his baggage in the hand of the keeper of the baggage and ran to the army and came and greeted his brothers. As he talked with them, behold the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, came up out of the ranks of the Philistines and said the same words, and David heard them. All the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were terrified. The men of Israel said, Have you seen this man who has come up? He has surely come up to defy Israel. The king will give great riches to the man who kills him and will give him his daughter and will make his father's house tax-free in Israel. David spoke to the men who stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? The people answered him in this way, saying, So shall it be done to the man who kills him. Eliab, his oldest brother, heard when he spoke to the men, and Eliab's anger burned against David, and he said, Why have you come down here? With whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? 
I know your pride and the evil of your heart, for you have come down that you might see the battle. David said, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? He turned away from him toward another and spoke like that again, and the people answered him again the same way. When the words were heard which David spoke, they rehearsed them before Saul, and he sent for him. David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Saul said to David, You are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. David said to Saul, Your servant was keeping his father's sheep, and when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after him, struck him, and rescued it out of his mouth. When he arose against me, I caught him by his beard, struck him, and killed him. Your servant struck both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, since he has defied the armies of the living God. David said, The Lord who delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, Go, the Lord will be with you. Saul dressed David in his clothing. He put a helmet of bronze on his head, and he clad him with a coat of mail. David strapped his sword on his clothing, and he tried to move, for he had not tested it. David said to Saul, I can't go with these, for I have not tested them. Then David took them off. He took his staff in his hand and chose for himself five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, which he had. His sling was in his hand, and he came near to the Philistine. The Philistine walked and came near to David, and the man who bore the shield went before him. When the Philistine looked around and saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth and ruddy and had a good-looking face. The Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? The Philistine cursed David by his gods. The Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give your flesh to the birds of the sky and to the animals of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of armies, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Today the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from off you. I will give the dead bodies of the armies of the Philistines today to the birds of the sky and to the wild animals of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel, and that all this assembly may know that the Lord doesn't save with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hand. The Philistine arose and walked and came near to meet David, and David hurried and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. David put his hand in his bag, took a stone and slung it, and struck the Philistine in his forehead. The stone sank into his forehead, 
and he fell on his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone, and struck the Philistine and killed him, and there was no sword in David's hand. Then David ran, stood over the Philistine, took his sword, drew it out of his sheath, killed him, and cut off his head with it. When the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. The men of Israel and of Judah arose and shouted, and pursued the Philistines as far as Gai and to the gates of Ekron. The wounded of the Philistines fell down by the way to Sha'a-Ra'im, even to Gath and to Ekron. And the children of Israel returned from chasing after the Philistines, and they plundered their camp. David took the head of the Philistine and brought it to Jerusalem, but he put his armor in his tent. When Saul saw David go out against the Philistine, he said to Abner, the king of the army, Abner, whose son is this youth? Abner said, As your soul lives, O king, I can't tell. The king said, Inquire whose son this young man is. As David returned from the slaughter of the Philistine, Abner took him and brought him before Saul with the head of the Philistine in his hand. Saul said to him, Whose son are you, you young man? David answered, I am the son of your servant Jesse, the Bethlehemite. Father God, how we love the story of David and Goliath. While all of Israel was afraid of Goliath because of his size and his fierce words, David saw him for what he was, an uncircumcised Philistine without a covenant. He didn't fear him because he knew his place in your covenant, and he knew that the battle belonged to you. May we face the enemy as unafraid as David, knowing that the battle is yours, and it is in fact already won by Jesus. All we have to do is stand in his victory. Thank you, Father. Amen. You can find Meditating the Word on your favorite podcast platform, on YouTube, and on Facebook. If you're listening to this on one of the many podcast platforms, you'll find links in the notes to all of the other locations. It's my goal to encourage others to strengthen their Christian walk through daily reading God's Word. You can help by sharing this podcast and by rating and reviewing it. Thank you for joining me and know that I'm praying for you as we journey through the Bible together. And I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.